When we make diversity, inclusion, and belonging not just the job of the people whose titles have that um, in it, but make it about everyone, in particular senior leaders, I think what you get is really a sense of those leaders saying, this is also part of my job. So in the same way that I would think that any senior leader believes that morale is a part of their job, I also think that they should think about creating an inclusive environment where most people can belong, or ideally all people can belong, is also part of their job, and the road to get there is part of their job. Hi everyone, welcome back to the All Inclusive Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Miriam Warren, Chief Diversity Officer at Yelp. In this episode, we explore the challenges of a DEI leader, and Miriam shares the steps Yelp has taken to create a more inclusive workplace. Miriam also provides valuable advice to organisations seeking to improve their DEI efforts, even when working within a constrained budget or experiencing an economic downturn. As always, before jumping into the video, make sure to hit that subscribe button, turn your notification bell, and follow on your favourite podcast platform so that you never miss an episode. That being said, let's jump in. Welcome, Miriam. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited for this conversation. So let's kick things off, tell our listeners a little bit about you and your journey to where you are today at Yelp. Absolutely. So it really began around 2005. I started writing reviews on Yelp and wrote more than a thousand reviews before I started working at Yelp in 2007. I'd been living in San Francisco and I just loved telling people about where they should take their mom for brunch for Mother's Day or, you know, best happy hours, um, favorite places to get red cowboy boots and the like. And it turned into what would eventually be, you know, the most important chapter of my career. Although at the time, I just thought it was helping other people know all the great stuff around San Francisco. And so I joined Yelp in 2007 as an employee. I moved from San Francisco to Washington, D.C., and I became our first community manager. And from there, I moved to New York about a year later and started to hire, train, and manage community managers. And a little bit over a year after that, I moved to London and began our work on international expansion, which eventually led me to 30 different countries um, in Asia, Europe, and Latin America uh, before I eventually came back to the Bay Area. And that's where I live now. Oh, fantastic. So you have been um, working within the diversity uh, function, chief diversity officer for two years and overall working diversity with Yelp for almost five years. So how has your role evolved over that time? Yeah, you know, one thing that I would say is it really sort of began around 2016. So at that point, I had come back to the U.S. and I was starting to really think about this big question, and that was, who cares about the community of people who work at Yelp? Because Yelp has a really prolific community in so many cities across North America and throughout the world, people who are sharing all of their experiences with great local businesses. And the answer to who was really um, chiefly in charge of the community of people who work at Yelp was rather unsatisfying to me. And so I thought, wow, there are so many learnings we have externally with community building. What would happen if we applied some of those um, 
internally. And that really has been the work that I've been doing now since then. And today, it really is a team that we call the culture team. And under that umbrella um, are three main pillars, which are engagement, which includes everything from events for employees, how we welcome employees back from parental leaves, how we celebrate their work anniversaries, which of course we call Yelp anniversaries, <laughs> as well as internal communications of all kinds. The second pillar is diversity, inclusion, belonging, and I'm sure we'll get a lot more into that, but that includes everything from our work uh, to close both the racial and gender leadership gaps that exist at Yelp. It also includes training. It also includes all of the work that we do around education for employees of Yelp. And then the final bucket really is social impact. And so that includes all of our ESG efforts and it includes the Yelp Foundation, um, which is one of my other hats that I wear at Yelp, which is that I'm the chair of the board of the Yelp Foundation. Oh, fantastic. That sounds amazing. I can't believe you've put all of this together. I mean, like you're obviously not solely on your own, but you've got, you, you, you most likely had great people around you to, to, to help and support, but ultimately you are kind of the first chief diversity officer at Yelp. Um, and so there must've been some challenges along the way um, in you putting everything together. I'd be so interested to hear from, from, from you, what, what have you found was the most challenging and then how did you kind of overcome that? I think one of the biggest challenges is really where to place this work. And so um, when you think about the types of work that you're taking on and the types of challenges and business problems that you're trying to solve under the umbrella of, of culture, of engagement, of diversity, inclusion, belonging, and so on, it really is very wide ranging throughout the business. And so I think I arrived in this role in a really lucky place, which is that I had been solving business problems at Yelp as an executive for a number of years before I took this role. So when I took this role on, I had already the sense of what types of questions I would need to ask, um, which leaders I would need to engage and get their buy-in in order to make change. And so I think one of the biggest challenges in this work is really that there is so much of it. And you can never do all of it. And what you want to do, especially in the beginning, is choose pieces of the work that you actually can be successful at. And so I often tell my own team, and I, I put up this sort of picture that illustrates this nearly every time we meet together, and that is um, things that are important, things that you control. And the nexus in which we work is really in the middle. So the things that we can both control and that are important. Because obviously there will always be so many challenges outside of our control that we will want to fix and might not be able to. And then there are also lots and lots of things that people bring to us all the time of varying importance. And so I'd say that that big challenge is really that prioritization. And I think one of the ways we've been able to do that is by thinking about those three pillars, but also thinking about what we want people to feel in those areas. So in, in terms of engagement, we want to make sure that people feel really well-informed about what's happening at Yelp, such that they know what's going on and they can tell other people what's going on, whether that be work peers or potential employees coming to Yelp. We also want to build an environment where people feel not only that they belong, but also that they can be successful regardless of the background that they come from. And I think, you know, fundamentally, 
defining the words diversity, inclusion, and belonging become really important because we hear these words all the time. We read them in countless media outlets and everyone sort of has a sense that they know what they mean. But at Yelp, it's really important to me that everyone knows what we mean by those words at Yelp and where they can see them in action. So when we think about diversity, we know that our customers and our consumers are an incredibly diverse bunch of people. And if we are not a commensurately diverse workforce to support all of those customers and consumers, we miss out as a business. And so when we think about diversity, we think about all those different characteristics that make each one of us unique. And that is true both of our employees and also of our customers and consumers. And so then when we think about inclusion, what we're thinking about is if we can be successful at recruiting this really diverse workforce of folks, we get them to Yelp, we want to make sure that all of them have a great chance at being successful at Yelp. Because no matter how much you like a brand or a company or even your boss, if you're not successful, it's not going to work out. And so we know that that success inside of our company is really, really key. And if we continue on and think about belonging, for us, that really is sort of a holy grail. And the reason for that is it's not just about belonging when we're having a party and eating cupcakes, because you probably know as well as I do, it's really easy to feel like you belong when things are really happy. Yeah. What yeah. I'm looking yeah. for is for people to feel like that they belong, even on those rough days, even on those days when you, when you, you know, close your laptop and think that was really hard, or I just had a disagreement or we couldn't come to a resolution today. I still want people to feel like they belong even in those moments. And that is not an easy bar to achieve. And that's why we always have plenty of work to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it, that makes so much sense though. Like, as you said, you, you service such a diverse community that you want to make sure that, that your workforce kind of showcases that as well. Um, and is a reflection of that too, because I think we've all heard it. Well, I'd like to say we've heard it time and time again, but I think we need to continue on saying it is that diverse workforces that are inclusive in at the same time will breed creativity and just success. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's great that Yelp understands that and that you guys are, are working towards making it more diverse and more inclusive for all. Um, what advice would you give to organizations out there that are, trying to improve their efforts towards DEI? I think it goes back to that prioritization piece. So I think it's first of all, really looking at, you know, what's happening inside of your organization and also what is the mission of your organization? What are the values of your organization? Because when you think about what Yelp is trying to do around any of these various issues, be it diversity, inclusion, belonging, speaking out on social justice issues and the like, they are all really informed about who we are as a company, as a business, and also what our values are. And so I think if everything always gets tied back to that, it's very easy to keep your eyes on the prize, as it were, because you have essentially a North Star that's guiding you. And so when I think about um, my advice for other companies, I would say, be ready for this to be a long haul. Take your vitamins, get your sleep, because this is a journey that will throw so many different 
uh, curveballs your way yeah. that you certainly weren't expecting. I mean, I don't think any of us were expecting a global pandemic. I don't think any of us at Yelp were expecting to go from a company where everyone went to the office every single day of the week to becoming a fully remote company with such a distributed workforce. And so when you think about how to handle all of these different pieces, it really does come back to what is the prioritization of what matters in your organization and how do you prioritize it? And I would say looking to your mission and values really, really helps. I would also say that you want to put people in the roles um, like these types, whether it's a chief diversity officer or a team of people that are working on culture and engagement, you want to make sure that those people are the most bought in. So these right. are people that can help to transmit that, um, the spirit, the values in everything that's done. I think what's really unique at Yelp is that because this team is working on everything from a care package that you might receive of curated gifts um, from small local um, businesses that are often women-owned or Black-owned or both, and they are also the same team in charge of every communication you will receive as an employee, that you start to get this feeling of inclusion, of diverse voices, of belonging in almost everything you touch and ingest from Yelp. And that is absolutely by design. And I think when you start to consider that those are the places where you can really make the most impact, it's not necessarily in the big splashy once a quarter all hands or the one time a year you come together in person or you know something that you have created that you've spent many 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 hours working on a lot of times it's those all those little pieces reminding people you know what you picked the right place the decision that you made to come here whether it be a week ago or 10 years ago it's still the right choice and you should keep on making that choice. And that is definitely what I want people at Yelp to feel. And I think when I advise other people on this, I would say, find those same pieces inside your own company and let them guide you. Mm, I think sometimes it's just the little things, isn't it? Um, it's kind of your manager saying this one particular line after a tough day or you receiving a certain email. Like it, it, it's exactly how you said it's the, the big events are great. Like, don't get me wrong. We want to spread awareness. We want um everyone as as an organization wide to to see the angle see the road that we're going down and understand like this is the direction that this organization is going in and I think you do need to have those big events to make sure that everyone is is clear on that but I think the the small little ones those are the ones those small events are the ones that are going to touch people personally um and that's where I feel like you'll get the 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 most success I think as you said is it's, it's focusing on those little things so you you said um we've talked about kind of DI it's a journey it's it's not gonna be prepared <laughs> there's a lot of things that yep. are gonna get yep. thrown at you I mean we're currently going through a lot of economic um upheaval um and we have seen a lot in the news that there's a lot of businesses that seem to be scaling back on some of the things that they had said about the stuff that they were going to do to create these inclusive cultures and, and workplaces and actually their actions aren't, aren't, aren't really showing it too much. But um, what advice would you give for leaders that are working within an organization that their hands are slightly tied? They want to do the right thing, but they just 
a bit strapped right now. It's a difficult time for them. How can they continue to push forward? I think one of the um, big elements that is both not extra costly and also something that they could do right away is to consider how their most senior leadership can be involved in the process of making um, the company more diverse and inclusive. And by that, I mean, when we make diversity, inclusion, and belonging not just the job of the people whose titles have that um, in it, but make it about everyone, in particular senior leaders, I think what you get is really a sense of those leaders saying, this is also part of my job. So in the same way that I would think that any senior leader believes that morale is a part of their job, I also think that they should think about creating an inclusive environment where most people can belong, or ideally all people can belong, is also part of their job. And the road to get there is part of their job. That is really, really key. And so what then becomes another part of their job is how if my network is not diverse enough to bring in a qualified set of diverse candidates, what do I need to do to expand it? If I am seeing a racial and gender leadership gap in my own organization, what can I do to solve it? Who do I need to sponsor? Who do I need to know about? Who? What questions do I need to be asking? All of those items I think are, are fundamentally really important and whether the economy is up or down should be happening. And so I really believe that that leadership piece is very, very important. I think another one is really listening to employees. I think a lot of times employees have a lot of great answers and solutions to the problems that the organization faces, and it's great to hear from them. I would also say, don't ask people questions or survey them unless you are willing to put their answers into action. So I think what happens a lot is we do a lot of listening, and then we never tell people what happens. And so I am very invested and, and thankfully, you know, my peers are also very invested in only asking employees for their input when we really intend to incorporate that input into real solutions that we will not only report to them about, but that they should be able to feel and see. Mm, because they'll notice, like, I think if you want to continue down that sort of road, like if you, if, if you've got any other further programs or initiatives that you put in place, like, or you want to hear their, their point of view, they're not going to be as open to share it because that time when you did ask, you didn't do anything. So it's like, well, what's exactly. the point? Why would I bother tell you what I feel or, or, or how I think things should change if you aren't really listening? Yeah. I mean, feed, feedback is such a big gift and it's one that we shouldn't take for granted and that we should be really intentional about when we ask for it. Yeah, totally. Oh, Miriam, I've so much enjoyed this conversation. So we we know there's a lot of work to do. You've given some really great advice as some things that, that organizations can do with or without a budget. Um, how can you, how do you manage your personally? How do you manage your everything? I mean, there's a lot. You're, you're also a mom as well. Um, so, and for anyone who isn't watching the video, Miriam is sitting behind an amazing backdrop. She's got all of her images from that, I believe is done by your kids. Um, I yep. think they look, it's amazing. So how do you manage it all? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a big question. Like, is anyone ever really managing it all? Uh, I think it's kind of like juggling, which is that you have a lot of balls in the air and you try not to drop too many of them at once. 
Um, I feel really lucky to have a wonderful team that supports me in a big way. And I am also supported by a company that, you know, gives people wellness days and plenty of um, paid time off and lots of resources to help with both mental health and physical health and um, well-being and, and, and so many items like that that I feel really grateful for. I have a great partner who helps me in this journey of being a parent, uh, which is also another uh, thing that I'm really grateful for. And I would also say that I have learned how to ask for help. And sometimes that help is, you know, uh, three hours of a babysitter on a Saturday so I can get my house in order and, um, you know, maybe like wash my hair and and feel like I can go on to the next day. I think in the past, I would imagine that, you know, once you got to a certain uh, age or job title, that then everything would be figured out. And I want to tell everyone listening that we're all just trying to figure it out. There is never a point at which, or at least not one in my life or anyone else's that has told me about this, that you sort of get there. It's a journey. And I think being kind and affording yourself grace is really important. And surrounding yourself with people who are rooting for you and who will help you, especially when times are tough, is is so, so key. You know, I think one of our values at Yelp is play well with others. And I've obviously been at the company for a really long time, nearly 16 years. And that play well with others value is still as present today in the people that have been hired just in the last few weeks as it has been all this time in in more than a decade and a half. And I love that. I love that people are really nice to each other. And I think you want that, you know, most of the time work is not something that causes you to be in the trenches. But if you are, you definitely want someone who really has your back next to you. And I feel really lucky to have that every day when I come to work. Oh, fantastic. That sounds amazing. I love that value. Play well with others. That's a really good one. I don't think I've heard that one before. It's playful, but yet still, it just, it's very simple. It says what it, it says it, what it means on the tin really, doesn't it? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, no, totally. Well, as I said, Viren, thank you so much for joining me today. Like I've really enjoyed our conversation. You've given us a lot to think about and some really great tips and insights on, on the work that you guys are doing over at Yelp and you're leading the way for the change of a lifetime. So thank you so much again. Um, just before you do part ways with us, could you just let us know how can people connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today and for asking me these questions and for being curious about this work. I I, I have loved um, having the chance to speak with you. You can find me on all the usual channels, just Miriam Warren. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'll put down the link um, below the episode. So if anyone wants to connect with you, they will, are able to, and they're also able to follow the great work at Yelp that you're doing there. So once again, Miriam, thank you so much and all the best for the future. Thanks so much.